A very good morning on behalf of Teach 613. We welcome you to take 10 for Talmud. Babakama Nun Dalid, Babakama 54b, pagination is 108, starting from the second wide line, Masnisen, the new Mishnah. In general, the Torah presents halachas, mitzvos, sometimes by way of very clear directive, thou shalt or thou shalt not. Sometimes the Torah presents it a little bit more with flavor, with anecdotal. Kisire, when you will see the animal of someone you dislike struggling under its load, Azov Tazovimo, you should help him. It's a little bit more anecdotal, identifying perhaps the type of person who's the owner, identifying perhaps the type of animal that is struggling under the load. And it's always important for us to know whether those are specific requirements for the mitzvah to apply, or are those simply examples Certainly, on an advanced level, there's a reason that example was given. Hashem chose that scenario. There may be additional lessons, but on a basic mitzvah halachic level, the mitzvah applies even if it's a person that you do like. The mitzvah applies even if it's a different type of animal, etc. Likewise, by Hashavah Saveda, you should return a lost animal a lost object. The Torah does identify things. Are those to be meant as examples? Or are those coming to exclude all other items that there should be perhaps no Ashavasaveda by other items? We do know that it's meant to be an inclusive type of attitude in Ashavasaveda. One more example. <clears throat> not allowed to leave a person who got capital punishment unburied. There's an obligation to bury the person. We learn, based on our tradition, that that's simply an example. Even in the extreme case of capital punishment, you still have to bury the person properly and with dignity. But one theoretically could have come along to such a Pasuk and said, that's what it says and that's what you're obligated to do. Any other case, there's no such mitzvah. So it's important always to know whether something is an example and meant to include all other similar scenarios, or is it meant to be exclusive. Our Mishnah states, both an ox and all other animals. And the Mishnah at the end is going to mention as well as Chaya, which we refer to as the more wild type of animals, not the domesticated farm animals. Ve'of and a bird. When it says ox in many scenarios, they're going to be listed here, it's meant 
to be simply an example, but not to be exclusive. Lunafilas habor, regarding the law of an animal that fell into a pit, and the owner of the pit should be liable for the damage. Ulaf Roshas Har Sinai, and the separation of animals from Har Sinai at the time that the Torah was given, and we're told that it was lush vegetation around Har Sinai, and they had an obligation to keep their animals away from grazing on Har Sinai. If a person steals an animal and is caught, is going to have to pay double. It's not unique to which type of animal or which type of product. And to return lost objects. To help unload an animal that was loaded. To muzzle an animal that's working. Not allowed to do that. To join two animals together in plowing a field. Even if it's not the animal identified in the Pasuk, there would be a similar restriction. Similarly, the Kelayim of cross-breeding is likewise a restriction regardless of the animal. Ula Shabbos, and that the animals are not allowed to be utilized for work on Shabbos. The same is going to be as well, not only domesticated animals, but even other animals, birds, kayotze bohen, have the same halacha. So why indeed does the Pasuk say ox or donkey? The Torah was giving you a common example so that the mitzvah should be understood and presented, but it's not going to be restricted specifically to the animal that was mentioned. Yeshe Koach, thank you for joining.